lung training where we finally say what we're mumbling underneath our breath. <laughs> Y'all, they don't let me out the house. <laughs> and we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about it today. So today's topic is one that I don't talk about freely unless asked, unless I'm in the right place, unless someone really tries to tries to question me is really when I start talking about this side of myself only because <laughs> I tend to undermine my own talents and my own, you know, things that I've accomplished, my own accomplishments. You know, that's sad. I know um, you'd be like, why? Why, Joe? Would you do that? Because, because I have this bad habit of just thinking that, that I always have to do more. What I have is not enough. So I just overdo it. And then what happens is I look back and I accomplish all that stuff and I'm 25. And I'm like, hmm, why did all that in the first place? So I say all that to say, today we're going to talk about Joe Marie the Scholar. Yes. Even though how I talk, I am very well educated. Okay. Um... My code switching is pretty great. I might try it here. You know, I might try to show my talents of code switching because I think it's a skill that not only, I would say minorities, but black women, we do it the best. I'm sorry. We do it the best where we can really fool somebody and how you, how you talk. Because once that phone ring, hello, hi, this is Jocelyn. How are you doing today? You know, but we'll get into all that. But yes, yeah, so today we're talking about my educational background, Joe the Scholar, because yes, she is degreed up times four. Hmm. Mastered it twice. Hmm. Okay. But that's down the road. I really want to take y'all back to pretty much where I even got like the education bug from. Shout out to my parents, Tanya and Mike. Little do you know, Mike Jones is a doctor, okay? A whole doctor. Dr. Michael Jones, actually. Um, my dad has a doctorate degree. He has a master's degree. Found, he, thank God he finished undergrad, you know. He, it took it a while, but thank God he finished because, you, like you see, it paid off. Mom, that's a bad, that's a bad sister. I want to tell you, Tanya Hughes, blueprint, okay? We just gonna talk about the academic side because the the other side of her, y'all will get to know. But she has her master's of in business, Thunderbird, you know what I'm saying? And I can't sleep on little bro. Got the he has an associates, has his bachelor's, like education was pretty much my safety net. Education, my parents actually said to me. As a, I think I was probably fifth grade when I first heard this. It's either you think or play your way in. And I didn't really know if I really wanted to play basketball the rest of my life. So I'm like, Joe, just to be sure, if you ever want to quit this basketball thing, you can still get into school because you know mom and dad ain't paying for nothing. And so that's pretty much the concept that I had in my head. I was like, I have to make sure I can get into these good schools because I don't. What if I don't want to play basketball anymore and I got to go to college? Because that was not, there was no, nothing, nothing less than you got to go to college. 
Um, so that was my way out. That was kind of like my, <laughs> my ace, you know, see, that's, see, that's your problem. See, this is what, this is the problem with people. We use sayings that we don't even know what they are. I was like, say like the ace in the spade, <laughs> child. I was going to say your ace boom coon. Stop saying stuff that you don't know nothing about. That's that's lesson number one. Okay, anyways, it's not going to be a, a teaching moment. This is just, once again, my own self-reflection. Um, but you y'all know what I meant, okay? Like, that was my backup plan, okay? Backup. And shout-out, once again, there's going to be a lot of shout-outs to Michael and Tanya because, once again, we are talking about my home training and everything, so I got to make sure the parents did their big one on this one, okay? I pretty much, growing up, have always been in white spaces in school. And great enough, where I was, I had the opportunity, my parents had the opportunity, and were blessed enough to be able to put me in private school until private school was no longer an option. <laughs> now, whether or not that was like me having to say, I'm not doing this private school stuff no more, and they didn't know it, or, you know, me just getting to another gifted center at a public school so I could try to be with, at least see black friends. Hot topic. Um, but I mean, let's just talk about it. Once again, we're talking about later in the season because I'm so excited. But I used to think I was Hispanic growing up because I was the only black girl in the class. Also, not only am I a black girl, but you know, if you haven't seen me, um, I could be a pink person, I could be light skinned, red bone, whatever you want to think. That's me, okay? I don't, not even, you know, what I thought was considered to be a black girl at that time. And that's something we're going to talk about later, which I'm so excited. But, like I say, I wasn't around a lot of black kids. And it impacted me at a young age because I would play sports and I would be around my black friends. But when I was in school, I was the only one. And so how does a developing mind process that? But knowing I'm getting a great education, so was I only worthy and that doesn't mean that they weren't or my privilege got in the way but didn't know his privilege at the time. And then therefore we look at other groups who aren't as, as privileged and then I condemn them. No, but I did know um, I worked my butt off to get into the center-based gifted program at Matoka Middle School. Now, okay, Matoka. That's, that's really where, you know, I started to kind of get it. Because once again, I ain't never been around black kids a day in my life. And what's so crazy, and that's another conversation just for the educational system to kind of figure out, you know, with all these things. I have my own opinion about that, but that's what we're here talking about. Um, I was still segregated from the gym pop. Being in CBG, we were titled the CBGers. CBG. You knew there was so, and they did not allow us to mix. The only time we might have a chance was for gym or like one of our main, I don't know, like an extra, like a, a elective that was way beyond something that allowed the two. Uh, groups of children to kind of that, that sounds so crazy to even say to even explain like but I was separated um but once again my personality who I was you know being an athlete a student athlete 
I wanted to be around everyone. And so that's kind of how I got through middle school. Um, then high school kind of was the same. I mean, I went, I was in the gifted program. Like, regardless of what everyone tried to say, yes, I did go to Cosby High School, but I also tested into the specialty center. Let's let's first get that straight. Let's first get that on the, on the books because we know in that time we had people. I'm not gonna out nobody, but we had people who was going to schools that was not in their homes, <laughs> their homeschool, not in their zone at all, and they still went there. And a couple of them got some state championships. I mean, I got my three, but I want you know I I did it. You know, I did it the right. I did it the way I was right. I tested into the school. Anyways, um, so yeah, so went to Cosby. I was in the specialty center. It was like health and sciences. Um, I thought I was going to be this orthopedic surgeon who was going to design all these fancy things and do all these things. And I'm like, yes, I'm getting the education because that's what I have to do. Even though I had already committed to school, UNC Chapel Hill, I still had that drive to kind of get into school to try to get like, I wanted to be educated. So boom, got to college. I'm going to skip over it real quick. Tore my Achilles my first year, but I was like, boom, I want to make sure I graduate in three years because I want to get my master's paid for. So obviously, as you can see, like I'm thinking ahead already. We'll talk more about how a, a career in women's sports playing, it's very, very unlikely, not the most longevity thing. Yes, that's a word I made up to do, but, you know, I'm like, cool. I'm going to get these degrees. End up getting two, two bachelors, one in philosophy, one in women's gender studies in three years. Highlight three years at one of the top public universities in the country. Um, to there, I have a master's in public administration with an emphasis in nonprofit management for the University of District of Columbia. And then <laughs> my third one is um from is in sports leadership from Virginia Commonwealth University. So, if you listened to the last episode, then you kind of like went through my intro. I kind of went through my introduction, but like I'm gonna go through my introduction as if I'm meeting someone for the first time in the academic space, and I'm gonna tell you how tiring this is. Hold on, I'm getting I'm situating myself. Hi, I'm Jocelyn. Jocelyn Jones from Richmond, Virginia. I um, originally, like I said, from Richmond, went to the University of North Carolina, where I received a bachelor's in philosophy and also a bachelor's in women's studies. Also went, got my first master's in public administration and the emphasis on nonprofit management from the University of DC. Also have a sports leadership master's, master's of sports leadership from, from Virginia Commonwealth University. Yeah, I would do this in like one breath. Trying to get through it because usually and this is this is no shade all the way. Just a disclaimer: this is no shade to anybody. This is once again my only lived experience and how I, in my viewpoint, this is no shade to anyone else. But we say, what you what you what did you go to school for? Is a loaded question for me. What did you go to school for? Loaded question because I have four degrees and definitely like Miss Wendy on Potomac um, Potomac Housewives. I, I relate to that very much so because, baby, I got these degrees. I worked hard for them. You're going to hear every single one of them every single time. Because what de degree completion meant for me was success. 
every time I completed the degree, boom, oh my gosh, Joe, oh my gosh, you're just so smart, you're just so smart, you're just so, oh my gosh, Joe, we're so proud of you, we're so proud of you, you got another degree, wow, you have four degrees, wow, how'd you have time to do that, you were a student athlete, you're this popular person, wow, I didn't even know, that's the crazy thing, I go around, and like, that's key, I go around and people don't even know I have four degrees, let's, let, let that sink in. Let it marinate. I have four degrees, yet no one knows. There's a wow factor when I get to say it. Wow. Wow, she's so smart. Oh my gosh. I didn't even know you were that smart. Well, what did you, like, what am I supposed to say to that? What do you mean? I didn't know I was that smart either until I did it. <laughs> Surprise. Surprise. I didn't know either. It was a, It was a surprise to me too. But really, if you look at it, I'm like, I don't know what I want to do. I thought I did. And the one thing I am good at, baby, I'm good at school. Okay. I obviously explained it to y'all before. I, all school was, was a way for me to make sure I didn't, it was my backup plan. Always the backup plan. I just so happened to be really good at it. And that turned into a degree after the degree. I honestly wanted to go to law school. Then realized I I realized that I was only doing that just so I can get the degree. Didn't want to practice law. Didn't want to defend anybody. Didn't want to do nothing. I just thought, okay, that's the next, next best thing. Okay, let's go do that. Like, Hmm, don't want to do medical school because I'm like, mm, don't really know if that's fun anymore for me, but we can do law school. Law school seems cute. That seems next. Like to the point where my two masters didn't even seem enough. All I knew is that school was a safe space. I knew that I got instant gratification because I would learn, I would then get tested, and then I would get a reward, aka a grade. I was good at it. Point blank. Each degree meant like I was one degree better than you. Ha! <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> That's how I saw education. Not for me to learn. I was definitely learning. Like, I can definitely speak on a lot of topics with y'all. But I didn't go to school to learn. I just went to go to school to achieve and be better. And I realized that's not really how it's supposed to go. So I realized after the first masters that I was just chasing the prestige that came with with it. And that was with me still forgetting that I had two degrees from one of the top public universities. And when I sat with myself, I realized that, Joe, what are, what are you doing? Like, what's, what's, what's going on? What do you want to do? I realized that school was a cop-out for me. I knew if I didn't know nothing else, even when basketball looked shaky, I knew I could be good at school 
I knew I could get any degree I wanted to. I know if I went to school right now, I can go get a degree. Because one, my personality, my eagerness to learn and always just learn and grow. And also, like, I'm not going to quit. Like, if I'm going to start something, I'm going to finish it. Whether I, <laughs> whether I want to or not, I'm going to finish it. But then I realized I was just in this cycle of, like, I'm just doing it just to do it. It's like, eh. I, uh, yeah, I gotta. I remember, <laughs> I remember one time I tried to just quickly just run over the fact that I had four degrees. I'm like, oh, yeah, I have four degrees. And, like, literally saying it in this song, yeah, I have four degrees. And people are like, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm like, what, what happened? What happened? What happened? Like, something happened? I missed something? They're like, you just, we're just not about to casually walk over that. I said, no, that's how I casually did it. I casually just got four degrees. They're like, wow, some people don't even have one. And I realized, I was like, some people don't even have just one. So why am I putting so much one I, like I said in the beginning, I undermine greatness because my great wasn't great. It was great to somebody else. And I thought their great was mediocre. So if I'm trying to make sure I continue to achieve and be successful, which once again, we'll talk about even further, which is a great, I'm so excited to talk about that because that's really how you all understand how I'm wired because great wasn't good enough. It was never good enough. I literally, and this is someone had to literally continuously say this to me to the point where I now have to continuously say this to me and shout out to Tanya Hughes. Tanya, this was a good one that I don't even think she realized when she spoke this upon me, how much it, what it did for me. She said, Jocelyn, you operate in excellence. So it doesn't matter what anyone else does. It's always going to seem beneath you. And that's not in a condescending way. Because I operate at such a level that I don't even try to compare. Like, I don't even compare myself to what other people are doing. Like, hmm, is that good enough? I just know, hey, I got one thing. I got to go to the next thing and then keep going. I never had I never had an opportunity to look back and say Joe you did that hmm and that's what I, that's what I started doing now and I got my last degree when I finished oh how was I 24 so a year a year removed out of fully having all my degrees I'm 25 do you know that some people it, how long it takes them to get one. And this is no shade at all. Like, no shade. Because I understand how hard it is. How, how that's such an accomplishment. Like, I, I took so much value out of getting a degree. I devalued it so much that it was literally like, oh, I'm brushing my teeth. Oh, I'm just walking. Like, it was so minuscule. My education was so minuscule. Because... I did not see what it meant to, to to finish something and how not even not only finish something but the process in it and since there were so many different processes going on at the same time 
education got the back burner because I, that was just so natural. It was so like motion memory. I was going through the motions and it took me being around people who I'm not going to say less educated because education, once again, is a construct that society, that society has built to once again, separate separation. Cause I have met people who don't have, don't have barely, does not even have a GED and I learned so much. So that is not what I'm, I am laying the foundation that my experience is that I have been able to learn so much more than just what the degree says. The degree was just something that I could check and feel good about, but I never allowed myself to celebrate it. I never allowed myself to get into it because it's like, okay, I can't get into it too much because I gotta go to the next one. I hate graduations. When I graduated from UNC, I had two ceremonies, my philosophy ceremony. They didn't even say my name. They didn't even call me. And I'm like, how do y'all not call? It's only 12 of us in here because ain't nobody graduating with a philosophy degree, okay? In 2019, like, I barely, I wanted to hide from my parents that I was a philosophy major. <laughs> And literally got up, I'm like, well, I guess they don't count when you get two bachelors. I guess they only count one. Maybe I didn't make the list. Like, literally, that's the humor I'm having. Like, maybe, you know, I I did it. <laughs> I was in COVID for my first master's. Barely wanted to join the Zoom, but my mama made me. My mama made me take pictures in my cap and gown. Like, I don't have any of that stuff. I have, the only proof I have that I graduated is a degree of comp, a, a, a degree of completion on the computer. My mom might have one of my paper degrees. I don't know. I don't know where they are because it's paper to me. I devalued something that people value so much. How does that happen, Joe? How does that happen? is so valuable mean nothing to me. And I feel like that's the story of the first part of my life. I never was able to understand the value of things because people, because we have to realize what a degree means to some people. Education, unfortunately, unlocks economic barriers, societal barriers, racial barriers. There, There's so much that a degree allows you to enter into a space that you would otherwise not be invited to. And for me, I was able to fluctuate in all these different spaces because of everything that I did that I didn't need a degree to do that. I would walk, I would walk in somewhere. I'm like, oh yeah, so I have a philosophy degree and we talk about Aristotle and Plato and, you know, uh, 
Socrates and the question of da 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 da. And I'll just throw, I would just start rambling. And people are like, whoa, philosophy? Oh, yeah, I got, you know, my one of my first degrees is in philosophy. First, how many degrees do you have? Oh, I just have four. Four? What do you mean? I'm like, can y'all calm down? Can you calm down? It's just four degrees. I minimized my own success for so long. And what I have to start saying, and honestly, like, that's why when my mom told me, like, I operate in excellence. But I still have to be able to be proud of what I've done because I've accomplished so much at 25. So much. And I have not given myself any credit until now. I literally started a consulting business because I had one degree literally sitting on the shelf and I forgot that I wasn't using it. That's crazy. I forgot I had a whole degree. And I literally will forget, like, oh yeah, I forgot I learned that. Like I would be sitting in meetings and I'm like, I've heard this before. Yeah, girl, you went to school for it. Like, duh. Duh. And I can remember I was talking about, oh, you know, we can just create a strategic plan. And with that, we'll be able to track out, you know, our goals and making sure that they're achievable and and make sure they're time sensitive and all this. I'm like, where did I get that from? Smart. Duh. Smart goals. A whole concept I've learned not just once but twice in both my master's program. It's like, Joe, you have, like, the one thing I had to do, I had to stop playing with myself. If I'm expecting someone else not to play with me, Joe needs to stop playing with Joe. Because at the end of the day, I am her, okay? Because, you know, whether I have not tapped into it and I'm tapping into it now because I realize I have learned so much. And if I just tap into what I've been learning and think about the thought processes that I was in to figure it out, I can leverage stuff in ways I've never been able to leverage before. It's been cool. Because what happens is now, I was trying to recreate that pattern. So you remember, I learned, tested, reward. Great. I was trying to use that model because that model has been used all the time. I learn, I get tested, I get the reward. The real world that I have been experiencing, that's not how life works at all. You might learn, you might get the reward right after you learn something. And then you get tested. Like, I thought I did good. No, not really. (laughs) Like, that's not how life works. And I thought I had, I thought I knew everything about life. I thought I, I thought I knew it. But what I realized is that I have so much knowledge that it's almost overwhelming because now I have to be strategic in how I want to share my knowledge, where I want to, realizing that this is free game for some people and I need to be charging. I was giving people free game, realizing people are charging a band plus, a band Talking about $1,000 if you don't know. (laughs) $1,000. 
for the same knowledge that I'm just having conversation. I had to put value on what I've learned. I realized that I don't have no clue why I have all these degrees. To be honest, I, I still to this day, I don't know why I have all these degrees, to be honest. Um, I'll be honest. If I told someone, I said I would not have this many and they weren't free. Hmm. Little thing to put in there. I have a small student loan only because I wanted to get my second one. My second master's, sorry. But before the fourth, all three before that were completely free. Privilege, access, like stuff that I that I did not realize until afterwards. Like, I don't think you all understand the magnitude of being able to have three degrees paid for with the most because we know Biden ain't forgiving those those student loans. Let's just let's just start there. You know, because I thought my little one was gonna be like, bet, check that off. No, Biden not doing that no time soon. We got too much stuff going on. But people have are in debt. Financial freedom, people. Like, okay, let's talk about it. You, I said earlier that education gives you access to certain areas, spaces, whatever. But it comes with a price. So now, people are in thousands, thousands, oh my, hundreds of thousands of debt for something to, that was supposed to give them economic freedom. But, ha, that's what I said. It's all society and how it's structured. It's They, they tell you this is the path to get, give you economic freedom, yet you're in all these thousand dollars of debt. So then how am I free then? Because now I have to owe, I owe back something that I thought I was investing to myself. And now it has interest plus tax. Because what the price was yesterday is not the price today. So is that freedom? Uh, I just think it's crazy how I was able to undermine something and that is where I had to check my privilege. I did. I'll be the first to say I have been like, this is one area I would say hands down privileged AF. Privileged. Everyone doesn't get to just have the the academic, you know, support. From start to finish. I would do Kumon. Now, <laughs> you know Kumon, you know. Kumon. Baby, I looked at that the other day. I'm like, bruh, my parents, not just me and my brother, were doing Kumon. At the time, I couldn't appreciate it, but then down the line, it's like, oh, that's why I'm able to do derivatives so quickly. That's why calculus just comes with ease. That's why I placed I placed out of math at UNC Chapel Hill. Placed out of it. I didn't have to take any math at all. That's crazy. That's access. I'm privileged enough to be able to do that because not everyone, like, that was that was me being being blinded by that because I thought everyone had that same opportunity, but realizing, of course, later on later down the road, everyone does not have that same opportunity, and I took it for granted. Took it for granted. But the systems that make up and say that you have to have an education, you have to have 
not just a bachelor's now. They say you have to have a master's to get a job. Baby, I have four degrees and still job searching. Couldn't find a job. Said, say I'm underqualified for the jobs that I'm quote unquote qualified for and then overqualified for the ones that I'm underqualified for. So tell me, where does the degree make sense? So is it the degree or the experience that you're heavily weighing? Because when I grow up, grew up, it said you have to get the degree to get the job. So why don't I have four jobs? I only have. How does that work? How does it work? Something, something that we value, especially within the black community, we value our education because we, you know, shop. <laughs> My grandmother used to say, rest in peace, sugar, I love you, girl. They can take everything away, but they can't take your mind. So when we think about it, it's like, okay, wherever, I got to soak up as much as we can in our mind, because if that's the case, then as long as I have all this education, no one could ever take the education away from me. No one could ever. Like, in the black community, we talk about how prestigious it is to have a degree that we put on a high pedestal, not realizing on my circumstance, not realizing the effort that it might actually take because it comes with ease for some and harder for others. We put on a high pedestal, not realizing that the more you know, like the truly the more you know, you start to understand things that we were never prepped for in the beginning. Regardless of all the education, there's like, I might know all this stuff and still don't know what to do with it properly. So then what? Now I'm just working a straight nine to five, not really living my purpose or my calling because I can't find a job that I went to school for. Mm. Ooh. You know? How do we, how, you know, why are these degrees here if we can't get, you know, if there's not an occupation that's aligned with it, but once again, that's what society tells us that if we get the, the degree, then we have the job that's waiting for us. And if you just hold on, if you just do what you're supposed, if you get the degree, you get the experience, and you, you'll be able to make the money you want to make. And I've learned that's not how it works. And I thought it was. Brainwashed or not, I was influenced into thinking that this is the way that I was supposed to live. I had to have the education to have the life. And yes, I'm so grateful for the life that I have, but realizing that I was misusing my education and not realizing that it's the process, the process of learning. Not always what is learned, it's the process of learning. Do you realize, and I'm just going to be on my soapbox real quick. You realize that kids are in school sitting down for eight hours a day. I can't even sit eight hours. I can't. <laughs> and once again, I just have bipolar. I'm not diminishing bipolar, but there are some people who have ADD, ADHD, all these like, you're telling them to sit down for eight hours for a 30 minute lunch and a 30 minute recess. Like whose broad idea was that? And then, and then, and once again, I'm like, <laughs> then you expect us to wake up at the crack of dawn. I don't even wake up that early no more, y'all. The process. We do that what? I, I, some people do it year round. 
to say you have a two-month break before you get to have to do it all over again. Boom. Elementary. Go to college. You have all these courses. You have all these things. Da, 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 da. You got to sit in a lecture to hear someone talk at you. Not conversation. Someone talk at you. Receive the information. Then they test you in a room of hundreds, hundreds of people. And then... You're graded upon whether or not you listen well. If you're able to listen and then just write down the answer. I tell people philosophy is my favorite degree because it has taught me and learned to, and it ha I have learned to appreciate process, thought process. That is what it's about. Education is about thought process. It's how you process information. Do you process it in a business entrepreneurial mind? Do you process it from a, uh, a theological perspective? From a sociological perspective? Because those are all different thought processes. You have to go through a checklist. That's all it is. Because all the information is out there, especially now. You got chat, GPT. I think I said it right. A, B, C, one, two, three, whatever, that can just tell you the words, right? But if you don't know the process to get there, that is where I realized I tapped into it. That it's not about what I learned, Joe. It's about how did I get there? How did I get to that conclusion? What what was turn what wheels were turning in my brain to get me to come up with the output? And that's something that I realized I cracked gold struck gold there we go again using i, I told y'all I, I was trying you know i'm gonna just stay in my lane because i once again try to use the colloquialism that like you know people can relate to but that's when i realized i was her okay and let me cook okay and you know i'm trying to once again let me stay in my lane that's not you know that's my not, not my generation that's me trying to you know relate to the young folks and i hate to say that but i'm really like i said i'm getting that auntie range but I realized I was her. Like, I'm like, I, to the point where I'm surprising myself because I unlocked something that I never knew in the first place. I, I even had the capability. Because the one thing I, I tell people all the time, the, the reason why I love I have four distinct degrees that are in the areas that have nothing to do with each other, literally, women, gender studies, philosophy, public administration, Sports. They have nothing to do. They have nothing to do with each other. But one thing it taught me is different processes to think. And why I'm able to be in all these different spaces. And connect and relate to people and have a conversation with people because I allow myself not only put those hats on, but how what I when I really started messing them up. Let me let me tell you that when I really started messing them up was when I was in my sports brain, talking to, talking about my public administration, when I was in my philosophy brain, talking about sports, or talking about whatever, or talking, you know, when I started to intermingle, that's when people were like, whoa, this girl's smart. This girl knows what she's talking about. I don't use one key term. I don't use, oh, the epistemology. Y'all don't even know what that is. So what's the point of me saying the epistemology of what it is? Like, that, and like, 
Oh, oh, an ick real quick, an ick. We're using these big words to try to make ourselves seem smart where it's like, that's not cute. Like you're using a word that no one else understands. So there, how, how are you able to seem smart to somebody? I'm able to break it down that even a five-year-old can understand what I'm talking about. These aren't big concepts, but we want to make ourselves seem so bigger than what we are and not realizing it's not, it's not the degree, it's not the actual subject matter, it's the process and how we learn. And if we do that the right way, then maybe, just maybe, we're able to unlock a side of ourselves that we didn't know was there. We go, we break beyond that wall. I'm going to use my favorite allegory. We are getting it in, in philosophy. My favorite allegory, just to wrap this up, because I, I think, one, it's one of my favorites, and then two, it just really helps paint the picture of what I'm really trying to say. Allegory in the cave. All right, close your eyes and imagine with me, because i got to also imagine, make sure it makes sense. Essentially, is a story being told about a man. So his back is essentially to where all the movement is happening, right? And the only thing he can see in front of him are shadows. That's it, are just shadows. And so, once again, there's something behind him that's show, that's pretty much displaying the shadows with the light and whatever it is, and it's showing images in front of the man. And so, um, well, at least it's said to be a man, you know, in that terms, but it, it could be like, I, I relate to this as myself, but just, just, just stick with me. And I, I promise I, I'm gonna make it make sense. So they're in the cave and they just see these images go by and they can start to, they can start to see that's forming some type of image. They don't really say like, what the image really is, but once again, someone's behind there projecting the image, right? Long story short, like read it on your own time, but long story short, they talk about him like being broken from the chains, like whatever chains it is, right? Broken from chains, and then walking towards the light, being scared because once again, like he they have only like known like chained up, I only see what's in front of me. If I go out there, I might want to stay because it's comfortable. I know what I'm seeing. Out there, I see a light. I don't know what it is, but it can be something. Long story short, he goes see the light and boom. Now, I skipped over some details, but long story short, you all can read on your own. This analogy essentially is enlightenment. And y'all can take that how you want. Cool thing about philosophy, full interpretation. Like, we can read it and this is what they say, what it means. But, you know, how I pretty much take, this is my Joe Marie's interpretation of the cave allegory. I have been told this is how you're supposed to behave. This is what you're supposed to know. Someone's feeding me these images these, you know, expectations, all this is being fed from behind me. I don't know, I don't know where it's coming from, but it's all I see in front of me. So therefore, that's all I know. You know, I got to give myself grace because that's all I know. It's what's put out in front of me. Then chains are broken 
And they say that these chains are sometimes to be like that education, you know, your, your moment of like aha moment, your epiphany or whatever. Once again, these things, the chains have been representing of different situations. But for me, epiphany for myself to walk towards the light of the sun and realizing one, I was in a dark place. Didn't even know. <laughs> didn't even know because I was content. I was so happy, so comfortable. I see what's in front of me. I know what it is. I, I understand. I, I have understanding. And then to walk out and to see that what I thought I understood wasn't wasn't all that could be understood. And that's kind of how I look at stuff now. It's it's like, you know, I say no home training because I can take the the home training and how I was raised and how I I'm able to process and live and you know, you know, I was getting fed how to behave and how all these things I was supposed to act and do and everything, which is great because I was so comfortable and I'm successful. So I got so caught up, but then I started to walk towards my enlightenment and realize what I thought I understood wasn't everything that, that could be understood. There was so much more. So it's like, I have these four degrees, but that's, there's so much more beyond what could, was taught to me at these these high esteemed institutions. So what cave are you in? I don't know. You know? Enlightenment is possible. I you know, I'm always trying to bring in my philosophy kit because I love it. I mean, have take a chance to read through it because I really think if you sit down and understand what you know what understanding you, you think you have and knowing that it's more I think it's a, a once again, a cool self-reflection just to think about it a different way. But before we go, of course, I got to shout out my aunties who hold it down for the kids that ain't they on. I'm one of them now. I got a couple of them of my own, too. But <laughs> with all seriousness, thanks for joining us. And until next time, go get you some business.